Different kind of city when you live in red. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. I'm your host, Toroy Jackson, your favorite Average Joe. And I got one of my J-School Brodies with me. I got my homeboy, Tyler, my guy. What's up, man? How you doing, man? What's up, Brody? It's been a long time, long time. I man, it has been a long time, man. I see, you know, you doing well in life, man. You know, we all prospering out here. I can't, <laughs> I can't complain, man, you know. Something slight, you know, just getting money, having babies and whatnot. I feel you, man. How's that going, yo? Like, like you know what I'm saying? How is that going? I mean, being the black father in America, you know, it has its ups and it has its, it has its definite downs in this crazy world these days. But, I mean, I won't complain. All right. I won't complain. So, I want to get you on here because I talked about the stepdaddy handbook from the girl's perspective. But I want to talk about it from... The guy's perspective Because you know You and your whole situation Your girl had a son You took him in Basically created your own little family And then y'all had a kid So I want to touch on that aspect Before we even get on that right, I gotta know this right So when you found out She was pregnant Like what was, what was your reaction Was you scared Was you nervous You was like damn Like what was it To be honest It wasn't like a shock factor It was just like Okay About to have a kid like, Okay It is what it is Now when it actually hit me was like the day she told me I had to go to work and you know, she was like she took a she took a pregnancy test and she was like, Oh, nah, I don't believe this. I'm gonna go to the dollar store and I'm sitting there like the dollar store <laughs> like we just got a pregnancy test from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like, Walmart should have the best pregnancy <laughs> test. But she hit me while I was at work and she was like, Yeah, like it's definitely we definitely about to have this kid. I'm at work like, damn, like I'm about to have a kid, yo, like, for real, for real, I'm about to have a kid, but, I mean, it wasn't really a shock factor, it was just like, eh, it's about to happen, finally, I, I guess. I feel you, because I remember me and Anton used to joke all the time, we was like, yeah, man, he got his own little family, then we found that you was having a kid, we was like, wait, huh, like, what, like, he's having a kid of his own, like, bro. Right, right. That's wild, man, but I definitely commend what you're doing, man, because I know not a lot of guys would do that shit, that shit ain't, that's not easy work. That's at not, all, that's at not all. easy work at all, bro. So that's that's what I want to start off with. So like, what led you? Was it more so of the bond y'all had together, or was it more so of like, okay, she got a kid. I know if I'm gonna be with her, I gotta take care of her and the kid. And because maybe if he didn't, I don't know the whole situation behind the baby daddy story on that end. So did you take right. it more as of like of you had to step up and be the father, the father figure for that kid? Um, funny story is like. The situation between my mom and I have two younger brothers that, you know, I don't know my dad. So the guy who raised me is kind of wasn't kind of in the same situation I'm in. So I I found out, I find it real kind of like ironic that I got put in the same situation in life that, you know, met a young lady. She had a kid who like basically was straight out the womb, like two, three months I met him. And oh yeah, that's straight out the womb. Yeah, straight out the womb. So it's like from there, it's like. Yeah, it was a bond, 
And I mean like for a little minute or whatever, we had broken up or whatever, mm-hmm. but like the whole time like okay, we not rocking, but yo, what's up? I'm still trying to kick mm-hmm. it. I'm trying to kick it with a little man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to take him to Jaguar again. Like, <laughs> what's up? And she like, nah, I don't, I don't think I should let you do that. We not together. That's a little too far for him. And I'm like, no, nah, that's my dude. Like, <laughs> like, that's my dude. Like, he don't even call me dad. Like, he called me dog. And mm-hmm. it's all because when a uh, little baby put out the song, that's my dog. Like, mm-hmm. that came on one day and we was in the car rocking out. So, like, now, like, he called me dog. And it's going to be, like, crazy when, because um, that's KJ. So, when Theo grow up and he start calling me dad, mm-hmm. like, it's going to be a story, like, why does he call you dog when I call <laughs> you dad type of thing. And that's, gonna, that's my little boy. Like, that's my okay. dog. Like, for real. Okay. So, like, when y'all broke up, right, how long did it take for her to let you see KJ again? Um, it, it took a little while. It took, like, legit, like, the funny thing about, like, coming full circle um, for my birthday she had called me. Okay. And I was in Miami, ironically, with another chick. Chilling, <laughs> you know, city girl. Shout out to city girl. Got flown out or whatever. Okay. Out, my, my whatever, egg Miami, flown. Whatever. I'm trying to get flown out. You know. Um, but I'm chilling in Miami, whatever, and I get a little text message. And she's like, oh, happy birthday, whatever. Hope everything going good. You know, karma kind of caught up to me. Blase, blase, blase. But, like, the super ironic part about it is his birthday is December 2nd. My birthday is November 27th. Okay, so it's right right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, so right, right next to each other. So, like, in the moment, I was like, okay, cool, yeah, nice to hear from you. Um, Let KJ know happy birthday also or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, the day of his birthday, she called me. She was like, oh, um, we talking to him. She was like, oh, you can tell KJ happy birthday. And she put him on the phone. So, like, literally probably – couple of days later we had linked up or whatever and then the first time i seen him again was ironically christmas morning okay so i was at the crib christmas morning okay and woke up to him like christmas morning so that's what it was that's what's up man that's that's my respect how long the bond that you and him got right how long how much work did that put in that and how long did it take i mean being that he was a newborn like Three, four months, whatever. That was, like, automatic, to be honest. Like, okay. I, I taught KJ how to walk. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, in my, in my eyes, that's, like, KJ mine. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't got the same blood. We don't share the same last name, but. That's, like, that's pretty much yours. KJ get to school. He get in a fight with a bully. I'm coming to the school. <laughs> bully ass straight up. Because <laughs> that's my kid. So, that's my that's my guy. That's my that's my little dude right there. Oh, that's what's up, man. Because, I mean, yeah, because, like I said, when me and Anton T and I said looking in, like, we didn't know. The full backstory right so right. we looking like all right yeah like yeah like that's his little family but now that i know like the backstory like yeah that's really like <laughs> that's really his family so like how is the the bond so far between theo and kj oh they love it okay they love it all right kj kj don't quite understand like i mean obviously he a toddler and theo a baby and i mean it's times i gotta get on on kj because he's a little too rough with theo but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like like they wouldn't even know that they don't got the same blood running in their veins. Okay. But at the same time, like, it's going to be love both ways. It's going to be hardships both ways. Like, I'm going to discipline them both ways. Like, it is what it is. Okay. Nah, that's real. Hey, yo, I you understand, <laughs> yo. Like, you gave so much respect for me up for that, yo. Because, like, I be thinking, like, all right. So, you know, I'm single. I like girls with kids. Right. And I've always been in predicaments where, like, yo, if we ever get serious, I wouldn't mind, you know, helping them raise the kid. But I've never gotten that far. 
So to see one of my friends get that far and actually right. be successful in what he's doing and then have their own kid of his own, bro, that's just inspiring, bro. I mean, not inspiring enough for me to go and have a kid, because, you know. <laughs> no, try it. Try it. You should try it. <laughs> try it. Trust me. It'll work out well. <laughs> but it's just like, yo, like, because I always see, like, so much where, like, there's black men that take care of their kids. Right. There's black men that don't take care of the kids. And then there's the black men that step up and take care of the other people's kids. Right. And I feel like they don't get a lot of the credit because it's more like, oh, well, you know, you're dating her. Because a lot of people don't understand, like, single, like, single women, especially with kids, they come with a package. And most people do not understand that. And so for you to take on that responsibility, that's a big responsibility. Especially, especially in your situation. Definitely. Because he was like, he was a toddler. I normally try to wait till at least like two, three, maybe four. Like, I want to help raise you. I just want you to know, like, you know, I'm not your father. So that way you can go have a relationship with him if he's there. But right. if not, then I'll help raise him. But for him, for KJ, pretty much it's like, that's the only, like, you're his father figure pretty much. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's, that's big. That's that's huge because a lot of people man like they just like I, I always trust the importance of black dads in america because most of them always get this negative image and it's really not it's, it, most of us really out here doing every doing it's what really, we need to really do not that bad to be honest i mean from the outside looking in it may look bad but from the inside looking out like it, i honestly it's like the greatest gift in the world to, to be totally honest with you go ahead and explain it's like it's like knowing that like I'll sit back and we'll have I have conversations with my, with my girl, and I'll be like I'll sit back and I'll be like I think and I'll be like yo like at some point like the stuff I went through as a kid like they about to go through mm-hmm. and then at certain points like I kind of get ahead of myself and I'm like certain stuff that I do now like sometimes I admit sometimes I'm kind of too hard on KJ okay but that's only from the perspective of like I know what's coming down the pipeline for him like give me an example like. Being a black kid growing up in this world, it's gonna be crazy. Oh, it's gonna be times yeah. where you, it, where things aren't gonna be in your favor. And I mean, I read an article um, a while back, or I think I might have been watching TV, where it says something to the effect of um, most people when they see a black kid or they uh, they catch them and they ask them a question, it's not really they really don't care. They just mm-hmm. like ask them from the perspective of like, okay, as long as you ain't doing no stupid shit you good to be around me or as long as you like coming out here to, to be entertainment such as an athlete or mm-hmm. a singer or a rapper or something like that like that's cool but that's the perspective like I don't want KJ to like have to go through but mm-hmm. at the same time I kind of want him to go through it so that he knows like this is what this is what you got to go through this no, is what the hell I went through so it's only fair mm-hmm. but at the same time like if you fall back I'm gonna catch you but we're gonna head on this together not for you yeah so List me right some of the struggles that you've gone through so far with like fatherhood. Um, damn, that's a good question. Um, I probably say I like la- okay. I will say definitely like last month. I took all the last month off um, for paternity leave. And okay. Every day, like every single day, I spent at home with my with KJ and with Theo, and it was like it wasn't a bad experience. But it was a learning experience that every single day, like, KJ wakes up, can he have pancakes? Or can he have a fruit snack? Or it's, like, little kid stuff. But at the same time, it's, like, 
we go to the park every single day and I get to see him interact with other kids or I got to teach him the value of sharing stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like little stuff that I value that I know, like I get a chance. I'm the one who gets the chance to like teach him these Mm -hmm. things versus another dude. Not to say that, okay. Um, and this is like an argument topic amongst a lot of people. and, And even between me and my girl that I've always told her, like, you know, if his father was to come back in the picture, like that's still like his father mm-hmm. type of thing, and I mean, as much as she hates him, that's still like that's his father. Exactly. But at the same time, like if he was to do wrong by KJ, like he gonna have to come see me about that. He gonna have to catch his ass. <laughs> like, period. Point blank. But at the same time, like it's just one of those things where you know, growing up, like I never knew who my dad was, mm-hmm. and I know when I graduated high school, I moved to Orlando, or whatever. With my grandma, my grandma tried to tell me I really didn't care to be honest with y'all. I was just like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. But there are moments in life where it's kind of like you know, you want to know, like inquisitive mm-hmm. minds, like what, like the saying is what, uh, with the cat, whatever it is. But um, curiosity killed the cat mm-hmm. type of thing. But at the same time, like I feel like as long as I'm like being that inf- influential type of person in his life and KJ and Theo life, like. That's just what it's going to be okay. like. It's going to be ups. It's going to be downs. But we're going to go through this shit together. And we're going to get through it as black men. And we're going to grow from it. Okay. So let's touch on this. Because you said that you grew up without a father. Right. So how was that like growing up? Because I've never like, yo, I don't I don't have that experience. Right. So like I'm curious. I mean, my, I mean, it wasn't necessarily growing up without a, a father. But it was just like. Growing up without the person. Yeah, the, with the that person. Who, yeah, exactly. yeah, type of thing. And I mean like. Knowing that my two little brothers, they got a different last name than me. It's kind of like, well, I noticed that type of thing. And it's like how I found out. I found out. <laughs> I found out at uh, a Cracker Barrel one morning. My mom, my, my mom, and my stepdad took me to Cracker Barrel, and it was kind of like, wait, what the hell y'all want? Like, I got practice. <laughs> I didn't get to practice, but y'all got me at Cracker Barrel at seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Like, what's up? Oh, you know, we want to talk to you about what you got. What you guys say? What you not my real dad? And it was like, yeah, I'm not. And it was kind of like a moment where it was like, okay, cool, but no lie. Like, I went to the bathroom and cried my damn eyes out. Mm-hmm. And then left, and then we went and got a damn basketball hoop from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like inquisitive minds want to know. Like, in that moment, like, spitefulness in me, like, anytime I would get into it with my mom, I would, like, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, well, okay, like, so who my real dad is? Why mm-hmm. you never bring that up? Mm-hmm. But that's some salty-ass shit. That is do. some salty-ass That's some salty-ass shit mm-hmm. to do. You know what I mean? And then it'd be times where I get into it with my stepdad and I want to say, like, some BS, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you're not my real dad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you stepped up to the plate, you hitting home runs, so I'm not finna, I'm not finna shit on you like that because you stepped up to the plate. No, you I, didn't I, have to, but you did. That's real. That's real. No, that's, that's, that's real. Because like I said, I've been blessed to have both parents. So, right. like, I've always wanted to know. Like, it's always, like, it's kind of like the same thing because my homeboy... Is about to have his first kid. Right. And his dad wasn't there in his life. So when we were having this conversation, when I was having this conversation with him, he was saying, he was like, yo, because I was like, are you ready? He was like, yeah, I'm fucking ready because I'm ready to be the best dad to my kid that my dad wasn't to me. He was like, I got to break the cycle because I don't want to sit there and have to where my kid don't know who their dad is and I didn't know who my dad is. So I don't want my kid going through the same thing, going through the same thing, feeling the same way that I went through. I feel, I feel, I, but honestly, on that point, I feel like that's a big misconception that, you know, the whole thing of 
I want to be the father I never had type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that'll have you overdoing shit that I, you don't need to. I can understand doing. that. Like, stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's stuff I do for Theo that, I mean, we'll be on the floor. And I treat, I honestly, I treat Theo like I treat KJ. And KJ's three. <laughs> Theo's about to be eight months and, like, four days. But I treat both of them the same. We be on the floor wrestling. I play basketball with KJ. Play basketball with Theo. Like, anything I do with KJ, I make sure I do it with Theo. Anything I do with Theo, I make sure I do it with KJ. It's equal treatment both ways around. Like, it's not any type of favoritism going to be shown that, okay, you know, I don't want you to have the type of thought that, okay, well, yeah, I know I'm not really his kid, so Mm -hmm. that's why he's showing the other one more favoritism. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, it's not that. It's like, like, I raised you. You learn how to walk because of me Mm -hmm. type of thing. Like, the same thing I went through with KJ teaching him how to walk. That's what I'm doing now with Theo. He walking yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. He just got his first two teeth. So, like, you know, it's kind of weird because he be eating, like, the little dissolvable cookies and okay. screaming, like, two bites into it because uh-huh. he didn't bit his damn finger. Uh-huh. So, it's kind of funny at the same time. <laughs> but he definitely, like, crawling. So, he be, like, everywhere real quick. So, I mean, if there's, like, a... uh a first year track class to put his ass in, I'm definitely gonna do it. <laughs> he's fast as hell. But I mean, it's it, like I said, it's equal treatment all the way around. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this, right? Because I've always been curious about this, right? Because me personally, right? Like I said, I don't have any kids. Right. But I feel like I would. You want <laughs> yes or no? Like I do, but I, I got know. Two for you. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> every week play it. <laughs> This is right, because maybe I'm wrong, right? What stage do you like best? Do you like the, the infant stage better, or do you like it as to, like, where they can actually walk and talk and stuff like that? Because me personally, like, when I um dealing with my little cousin, when he couldn't talk, it was hard, because I didn't know what he wanted. Right. He would always cry. i give him to his mom. But now, as he got older, he is, I think he's three now. I think he's three now. Is he three, four, and I just saw him, like, on, like on Monday. Right. But I can like we have a better conversation now because I know what he wants. We can have like with me, I need that communication. Right. And I feel like with the infant stage, even though they don't move around as much because they, they can't move around, it's trying to figure out what they want. Like, how did you figure that out? And how long did that take you? I mean, with, mm, I mean, with KJ, KJ's three, Theo's eight months. So like, I would definitely say like, of course, I would love for Theo to be three right now too. Because they'd be both, like, mm-hmm. growing up, like, same time or whatever. But I would definitely say with Theo being eight months and to say that I don't love this stage. I, I mean, I hate it at night, like, when he first was born and stuff, crying and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I got to wake up, make a bottle, all the other stuff. I mean, but it's the purity of childhood type of thing. And to see, to see and know, okay, I get to witness his first steps. Mm-hmm. Like, one morning... One morning, he's in the bed, and he rolls over. I'm like, damn, this nigga rolling over now. Like, this nigga <laughs> I'm happy as shit that my son just rolled the hell over mm-hmm. on his own. Like, that's some hype-ass shit. Like, for real. Like, I come home, and my girl will have him, and I'll come home, and I'll give him a look, and he'll know what's up. <laughs> She'll put him on the floor, he come, like, quick. So, it's like, that's, like, a stage I love. Okay. But at the same time, like, KJ's three, so I know I can communicate with him. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be like, KJ, you want some water? Yes or no? He'll get the water. KJ, you want chicken nuggets? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. KJ, you want a fruit snack? Yes or no? We'll be in the we be in the house watching Paw Patrol all day. <laughs> like I can put him in the room and he not gonna bother me. I can hop on Madden for like two hours. <laughs> he not gonna bother me. 
but I would definitely say like the, I, I if I had to pick a stage, I would definitely say like right now with Theo is probably like perfect because I mean he's starting to to understand a lot of things like like cognitive learning type of thing. Like he can hold his own bottle now. Like, okay, he sits up mm-hmm. on his own, like rolls over on his own. Like he knows like how to do certain things. So it's not too advanced to the point where KJ's telling me at night like get get out of my room. Like, <laughs> but. I mean, either stage is best. I feel you. I feel you. So, right, with being a new parent, right, how has it changed your life? Priorities. I'll definitely say that. It's a lot of stuff I prioritize now. Um, That's one thing I will say. that That's a very true stigma that, you know, you become very selfless when you have a kid. I would definitely say that because there's a lot of stuff, like, I was doing before that, I think of myself first, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I got to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like, I work at Nike. I ain't bought shoes in, like, <laughs> six months. I ain't bought a T-shirt for myself in, like, six months. Like, I go to work, and the first thing I do when I clock in to work is I go down to the kids' shoe section okay. to see what they got so I can make sure they straight. Okay. That's stuff that I didn't have as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. Like, KJ's shoe game right now is, like, ridiculous. Theo's shoe game right now is, like, ridiculous. Because I want to make sure that they good. Like, anything that I wanted as a kid, my mom was like, oh, we got to wait. Oh, we got to do X, Y, and Z. We got to do this and that. Like, I'm not trying to have a conversation. No, I feel you on that. If want something, I want to be able to say, okay, I can go get this for you. And if I can't get it for you right now, I'm going to find a way to help you get it yourself. Okay. So, so is it safe to say that it helped? It helped you grind harder and it helped and did it did it mature you in a way? I feel like I was mature already, but okay. I definitely will say that it kinda it kinda humbled me. And okay. put a lot of things in perspective that I thought were important. Like I can, it's like a lot of examples I wanna use, but the biggest example is just like a lot of stuff I would probably do for myself, I just don't do it mm-hmm. because I wanna make sure my kids are straight first. Nah, and if they not straight first, I'm gonna feel bad because I did something for myself. Mm-hmm. Like Father's Day is around the corner. I don't even want nothing for Father's Day. <laughs> I just want to chill at the crib with them. I feel you. I feel you. Like, that's, that's real. It. That's real. That's real, man. Like I don't know. That's probably maybe like here's my thing, right? Like I be thinking like, damn, I turned thirty in September. Damn you old. Yeah, I can't I'm getting over this shit, bro. Old. I turned 30 in November. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's the same thing. But you only got two kids, so you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, all right, everybody's like, yo, when you having kids, I'm like, bro, like, first of all, I want my finances to be a little better than what it is right now. And then I'm sitting there going, like, I want to have a kid, but I'm like, yo, you the whole selfless act? I'm not ready for that yet. Like, I, like people don't. People that know me know quick, me well, you run and do. It come quick. Like, I love my sleep. And I just can't imagine right now losing my sleep. Cause I got a baby crying Like it's just things Like I feel like If it were to happen Then it would click But because at the current moment That it ain't happening I can't even imagine Like yo Like Just waking up To a baby crying And losing sleep Cause I love sleep bro Like I'll I believe I, I, I I'm not A hard sleeper But I love my sleep too Being at work But I would definitely say When she was about to have a baby we was at uh, Winnie Palmer in Orlando. Went in there. She was having contractions or whatever. And it's me, KJ, her. Whatever. Her uh, aunt came and got KJ, took KJ out. Whatever. So she 
got moved up to the top floor or whatever. She about to have a baby. Like, the whole night, I couldn't sleep. Because I'm just laying there like, damn, like, I'm really about to have a kid right now. Theo comes, starts crying. I'm like, yo, like, I really got a kid right now. Like, this is nuts. And, it's, and I stood there and watched. And as they cleaned them off, they wrapped them up or whatever. And, like, I was about to cry. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, like, ain't nothing to cry about. It's, mm-hmm. it's a happy moment. Mm-hmm. But in the, like, at the forefront of my mind, I'm like, yo, I really got a kid right now. Like, that's real. This is like, for real, for real. Like, I got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's no longer she pregnant. Like, he here. Yeah, like, he here. Like, before, I mean, yeah, I know he coming, but it was just like, that moment, mm-hmm. it was just like, joy. Like, he had to stay in the hospital for, like, an extra two weeks because he came early. Mm-hmm. And, like, every night I was at the, at home, I was mad as hell. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't wake up and, like, look in my damn crib and see my son. And that's, like, the best part about it. The first day he got home, he did not sleep in his crib. He slept on my chest. Because <laughs> that's just that bond. Mm-hmm. Know that, okay, when he crying, okay, all right, shut up. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go to sleep. <laughs> and he go to sleep. And that's what it is to know that you got that calming effect on your own child. So, right, as she was like, so when you found out she was pregnant, right, take us through the pop, the the preparation took for you to get ready. I mean, I I know how, when I first found out she was pregnant, I was like, the first thing, honestly, the first thing that crossed my mind was because I was still living in my grandma's house. I was like, damn, how the, how the hell am I going to tell my grandma? Yeah, I would be the same thing. Well, no, I would be like, damn, how the fuck I'm gonna tell my parents? Yeah, like how I'm gonna tell my how much it wasn't even like my mom. It was like how I'm gonna tell my grandma because I'm still living in her place. Mm-hmm. Thing. But I knew I, in the pipeline, I had I was in transition of about to move. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to make it seem like even though it wasn't that, but the way the timing was, it was gonna kind of seem like the reason why I'm moving out is because I'm having a kid. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was like I'm trying to be on my grown man shit. The timing just a, yeah, yeah, the timing I mean, that's just, just how it was. But my mom, like how I told my mom, like we was at like some some restaurant or whatever, and like her birthday was right around the corner, and I got a birthday or we didn't get a birthday card. We just showed up, and like originally the crazy part is like KJ looks like me, so like when we popped out the car, my mom was like, "Who the hell is that? <laughs> Where the hell has he been?" And my girl was like, "No, I promise you, it's not his, or whatever." And then my mom was like, "What? What you guys say? What? Like y'all finna get married? Or something like?" Like, no. Nah. She was like, "What you? What you finna have a baby?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to have a baby." She was like, "I knew you was finna do that." But it was like real, a real crazy situation. And then how my grandma found out was like, because my girl was really small. Like we showed up to her birthday uh-huh. brunch or whatever, and my girl was showing. So like everybody in the family's at the at the brunch. Like, yo, Tyler about to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like. Damn, like the golden child of the family about to have a baby. Like, what the hell is this <laughs> type of thing? But that's, I mean, that's all it was. That was like preparation enough. Like, you know, I'm finna have a kid. Just gotta put things in order, put some money aside or whatever, and just get ready. So, like, when it came to work, did you work like overtime to buy, make sure the kids had stuff, like make sure they had like cribs and diapers and everything like that, or it was all like the baby well, shower? Originally, when we had, because we did a gender reveal party, and I was honest, I was hoping for a girl because mm-hmm. I wanted a girl. Because all right, I got KJ, KJ's mine. I wanted a girl in the cycle. I got my boy, I got my girl. I'm good. Got to get my girl, so she already know what's up. <laughs> she gonna have to pop out another like period point blank. But um, we had a gender reveal party, and at the gender reveal party, basically it was like if you come into the gender reveal, just bring diapers. Mm-hmm. Came, we did a um, 
We had a uh, baby shower, bring diapers. So, like, legit, this, i probably say last month was the first month we had to buy diapers. Okay. Since October. Okay, yeah. I've so, we got hella diapers and hella wipes. Okay. Everything else was just like, okay, we can get this on, um, anybody who's about to have a child, go to Once Upon a Child. That's like the godsend of stores for children. Because it's like secondhand stuff, but it's gently used. Okay. So, that's. That's what we went. We was at Once Upon a Child, like almost every day, looking at stuff, like picking it up, putting stuff in the uh, in the house. Her people got stuff for us. Um, my mom got us a stroller or whatever. Um, my aunt got us some stuff. So it was like pretty much family helping us out. Okay, it did what it was. It wasn't really me working overtime or anything. I'm like I was working normal normal shifts. All right, because I know uh, one of my um, former coworkers had a baby, and. I didn't. I was supposed to go to baby shower, but I didn't because I had to go to work. So I was just going to get him a gift. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know, everybody tells you get to get diapers and everything like that. But at the same time, he was already he already had a lot of diapers, and I didn't know what size to get. So I just bit the bullet. First time ever, bought him a car seat. Oh, my pockets was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> my pockets was hurt, but he was like, "Yo, you really bought me a car seat?" I was like, "Yo, I'm, you got two options." And you got five seconds to make your mind up before I change my mind. Mm. You can either get these diapers. I don't know what size you need. Or if nobody's bought you a car seat, I'll just buy you a car seat. He was like, the car seat. Yeah, so the car seat is instrumental. Like, probably last, probably literally, I think after maybe two weeks of my son being out, like, I was with KJ coming from a flag game and we got in a car accident. Total, I had a Corolla. Total my Corolla. Mm. Getting another car, got another car in December. Like, probably top of December because I was about to go back to work. And I was like, man, fuck this. I'm finna get a Camaro. And the first thing that popped in my head was, damn, can I fit a babysitter? For real. So I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. So legit, when I was at the dealership, I brought a baby seat. It didn't really work out. So, I mean, I got me a little Jeep Cherokee, but I'm definitely going to say, like, my birthday is in November. I'm getting a Camaro because by that time, he's not going to be in that baby seat. We're going to be thugging in the Camaro. We're going to be riding in the Camaro. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I can't even get mad at that. <laughs> that is crazy, though, right? How, like, when you have a baby, like you said, you no longer think of yourself. Because I guarantee you, if it was just, if it wasn't Theo oh, there, yeah. Oh, if Theo wasn't, oh, me and, me and KJ, we out in a Camaro every single day. <laughs> Windows down, top, back. That's a funny story. You brought the baby seat with you. That is Hell like, yeah. so what did they say? I, legit, I showed up, I was like, yo, y'all, um, y'all got Camaros on the lot. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to be right back. Went back to, I was in, we was in my girl car. Got the baby seat. Can I put this in the Camaro? And just see how it looks. And I had to turn it like sideways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I got in the car and I'm like, okay, okay, this how this is where KJ gonna sit, this is where my girl gonna sit, this is where Theo gonna sit. And I'm looking over the seat, like, okay, cause you know when you get a baby, you gotta have a baby seat in the middle or on the side so you can see the baby and get a mirror and all this other stuff. And I'm like, nah, I can't thug it in no Camaro with a baby seat. <laughs> it's not yet. So that's what it was. Okay. Alright, so I wanted to get into the next topic, right? Which is pretty much um, the struggles you and your girl went through. Not so much the struggles y'all went through, but the struggles y'all went through to make the family y'all are today, if that makes sense. Right, right. So, like, 
because like I said, I don't know the full story. But obviously, you know, you, you said y'all y'all broke up and everything like that. So like, <clears throat> how long did it take to get to get it back together? And then because it's back together, do you feel like the bond y'all have as a family now is stronger? I mean, it's all going. It's an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's ever gonna be perfect. But at the same time it's like one of those things where I always had a belief that growing up, or at least when I got the fam, that, you know, if I ever was to have a kid with with a young lady, like that's who I'm that's who I'm like destined to be with in my mm-hmm. honest opinion. Like God not gonna put a God God not gonna put a child in your life if you're not supposed to like have some type of contact with that person. You right. I feel you on that. And, like, that's just where I stand with that. So, like, literally when I met her with KJ and he was so young, I'm like, yo, like, this is, like, this is, like, hella ironic that I meet her in her life where she got a kid. The dude she had the kid with ain't in the picture, trying to be in the picture, not in the picture, what have you and what be. Then two and a half, three years later, we having our own kid. That's the same like age gap between me and my my next brother. Like it's the same age gap, and that's like crazy. So like right now where we're at with it is just like you know taking care of them. That's our priority. Like that's where like we get into little arguments, but the arguments are based around you know. But what are we gonna do for these kids? Mm-hmm. Like issues arise about like right now the biggest thing going on between me and her is. How are we going to find babysitting? Like, job accommodations and, you know, whether we got to move to, like, accommodate for us to, like, get the kids washed and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. they're always going to be the first priority. Um, and, I mean, she, me and her, we try to do stuff outside of them. Um, she has, like, her cousins and stuff wash them, and we, like, have, like, date night. Or we might just stay in. It might just be me and her and, like. KJ and Theo go to her aunt's house or whatever, and it just me be me and her. We be at the crib, chilling, watching Netflix, like, and that's it, just to get us some us time. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, that's what it's about is about KJ and Theo. Like, that's the number one like priority. Like, so how how is it right, um, managing that, managing to where you know you got the kids, and then managing to where you still got like enough time for y'all and for her? It's rough. It's definitely rough. I would definitely say that. Like, it's times where, it's times where I want me and her time, and I want it more for. And it's like it's less about me wanting it for me, and it's more about I just know she need a break, mm-hmm. or I know she need time for herself to like collect her thoughts and stuff like that. And then there's other times where I need a break, and I know she can tell that about me. Like, and that's just what it is. But at the end of the day. Like, we find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. We do. Like, we got a little membership at 24-Hour Fitness. She goes <laughs> to the gym a lot okay. or whatever. Um, I got my little man cave in our little apartment or whatever. And, like, she know when I be on Madden or whatever, she know just to let me be over there. And I just be chilling. And that's what it is. And that's our little reprieve from, like, having the kids. Like, one of us to take on the task of having both of them. So how let the other one get what they got to get. So how important is that right to know when your partner needs that break and to give them that break? It's real, it's real major. It's 
very key to the relationship. That's something, honestly, I feel like it could make or break a relationship. Because that's something that, like, coming into it, I didn't, like, didn't have a kid originally. But that's something that you don't originally realize. Like, mm-hmm. maybe my partner does need a break. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this person needs that headspace to clear their mind. Like, that whole month I was, previously to me having a whole month off for paternity leave, like, she was at the house with them. And I would come home and I'd be like, yo, like the house is a mess. All this other stuff, like things like little stuff, like, okay, why why is this here and why is that there or whatever? And I mean, I'm not the most tidiest person. I'm not like, uh, like, like rah rah about it. But at the same time, like, I want to keep a clean space. Mm-hmm. So when I took this month off last month, I seen like really what she went through. Like, it's not that easy. It's really not. It's not that easy. As much as I want to be like KJ, stay in your room, watch TV, play with your toys. Like he want to be out in the living room with me, watching TV, playing basketball, wrestling. He want to go to the park. He want chicken nuggets. He want this. He want that. Then Theo. Then you have Theo crying. You got this and this and this and this. So it's like it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So like I got to see a glimpse of what she went through for for one or two months. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like an appreciation. Okay, this is what you did for me while I was at work. Like, the least I can do is, like, do the same for you. So, <clears throat> with that, right, excuse me, did that bring more of, like, an appreciation? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. It brought definitely a way bigger appreciation. Not to say I didn't appreciate her before, but it brought a whole... Because now you have that understanding. Yeah, it's a way, like, it's a way better understanding that, you know, when I'm at work, or whatever, and I know she at home with both of them. Like that's in the that's in the back of my mind. Like before I leave, if KJ's up and Theo up, like I let KJ know. Like please don't let me get a phone call about you today from her that you getting on her nerves. Theo, please don't try and cry a lot today because <laughs> I know like I can come I'll come home and I can see what type of day she done had. Mm-hmm. Like if she's sitting on the couch slump, or the first thing she do when I come in the house is oh I'm about to go to the gym. I know she done had a rough day with them mm-hmm. and she just want to clear her head. And it's on me to be like, I'm not finna, I'm not finna be like, damn, I just got home. I can't get no me and you time. You just gonna go straight to the gym type thing. But that's the headspace she in. That's what she need to be at. Okay, cool. Let me get Theo. Did he eat? No. Did KJ eat? Okay, all right. Have a good time at the gym. No questions asked. Okay. I respect that. Because, like, I respect that because, like, we did an episode a little while back called The Provider. Right. And, like, ever since then, like, I've seen a different side of it to where, like, yeah, you may, like, I can see now why, like, how, like, when women who stay home don't get enough credit. Because, like, it's like they stay at home, but kids are also a full-time job. Definitely. Definitely a full-time job. Definitely a full-time job. And so, therefore, you got to manage that and then feed them and then still help them with their homework. And then by the time us men get home, we tired, we exhausted, too. And some of us, we don't understand that. Look, they they might have we 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 may went to a nine to five, but they might have had a rough day than us. Cause being a parent, it ain't no break. It really ain't no break being a parent. But you may get a lunch at work, but it ain't no break Definitely. being a full time parent. My, to be honest with you, my break is last night. Perfect example. Got home from work. I had I think I worked from. I'm gonna just say twelve to nine or whatever. No, I think I really had a 12 to 9 shift. Got home at like 
12.45, or not 12.45, like 9.45. Got home. She cooking. She meal prepping for herself or whatever. KJ in the front, running around. Please sit down, KJ. Yelling, screaming, whatever. He want this, he want that. Theo crying about this, trying to get him to go to sleep, whatever. Our bond time is, yesterday was Claws. Claws comes on TNT. We missed it the first episode, so we was going to watch it, watch it again or whatever. KJ go to sleep, finally get Theo to go to sleep. We in there watching TV. She started falling asleep. Babe, go get in bed. She go get in bed. I stayed up to like 3 o'clock yesterday morning watching USA Soccer. Even though I knew what the scoreline was, I knew they won 13-0, but that was my break time mm-hmm. from everything, from work, from the kids, from her. I stayed up to 3 o'clock, and that's what it is. Some nights she'd be up to like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning just sitting in the front watching TV, or she'd be on, be on the computer, or she'd be in a little notepad, writing in a notepad or whatever. But that's the break time at like 2, 3 in the morning. That's when you catch your breath, and then you go to sleep and do it all over again. <laughs> Nah, that's real. Yo, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't imagine myself doing that right now. Like, bro, like, I'd be up two, three o'clock in the morning, but I just wake up and go to work the next morning. It's not wake up two or three o'clock in the morning and go to sleep two, three o'clock in the morning, and then hope that you ain't got a baby trying to wake you up at like six in the morning. But it's all. I mean, after after a while, it becomes all routine. You get used to it. Like, you know the pattern. You know what you can get away with. And that's what it is. Like, I know I know Theo's sleep pattern. I know when he's going to wake up to want to eat. I know when to put him back down to sleep. I know when KJ going to wake up. I know I can put him in a room for this amount of time without him getting cranky and wanting to come out the room and want to play in the front. I know, like, it's like little slots of time. Like, I know I've got well adjusted to that. In okay. the beginning, I wasn't adjusted to it. I wasn't. I was all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. How long did it take you to, to either you get a schedule or put him on a schedule? Um, I probably say it's been solid for like maybe the last two, three months. So okay. it took from probably October all the way to like February okay. for, for me to actually like get it down packed to say, okay, this is what it's going to be. This is what I can get away with. This is what this is what it's going to be. Until he gets to a certain age. I feel like the biggest thing with KJ is because Theo's not big enough to play with him all the time, mm-hmm. that age gap kind of messes him up. Mm-hmm. Where it's like he doesn't have a playmate, but he has a playmate. Mm-hmm. So it's like only certain things he can do with him. And then that's where I kind of got to fill in the gap where, like, we playing basketball. Like, obviously, Theo can't throw no basketball <laughs> to the top of the door. But Theo crawling in the room. Play cards with them. They be rolling cards back and forth to each other, and that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. all right, all right. So we gonna end up. We this we gonna wrap it up pretty soon. Um, I always end it with a unpopular opinion, and then I have a new segment I'm I'm, I'm introduce. Where basically I just say the unpopular opinion of the topic. Right. And my unpopular opinion for this, this uh, this episode is gonna be: Look, woman, if you got a man, or better yet, if you have a if you have a baby daddy. And y'all ain't together, and he wants to see his kids. Let him see his kids, because at the end of the day, your kids still need to see that in the life. Maybe y'all don't. Maybe y'all ain't working out, or whatever case may be. But don't take that out on the child, because the child ain't actually be here. Y'all made the child, 
don't take that out on the child because then as he gets older you he grows up resenting his dad but in all actuality it's not the dad it could necessarily be well because you don't want to be with me i'm not gonna let you see your son yeah i mean but at the end of the day that goes for the child but at the same time like you got to respect the mother you got to she carried him very true very true eight seven she carried that's very true how I can't treat, carry no how, how you treat, and this is something that I learned from her. How you, or I read online also, how you treat a woman while she's pregnant is how she will treat you after she's had the child. Mm-hmm. So if you're not there while she's going through all them hardships as as a pregnant woman, she already know you're not going to be there later. That's facts. But if you're there throughout the whole process, maybe maybe you might disappear afterwards. But she at least know, okay, he treated me well enough while I was pregnant with with his child that there's some hope I can have that he will do right by me. Mm-hmm. That's all they really want. Yep. So I got a new segment, right, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring up. Uh, actually, I'm going to see if anybody responded to it. If not, then I ain't expect anybody to. But if not, I'll just do it myself. Um, The segment is called, ain't nobody respond. Shame. <laughs> the segment is called um oh shoot. It's going to be called Tell Me Something Good. So I wanted to start the segment right because I always want to end someone on a positive note. So I always either gonna ask me or my guests or anybody that responds to the post, tell me something good that happened to you this week. So for me, I started a new job last week. I'm just now getting acclimated. I'm doing well, doing better than I expected. Cause it's more it's not like more it's kinda like a it's not sales, but it's sales. Right. So we just like basically calling, trying to see if companies are accepting Discover. We just needed to run a test with a zero balance card that we can update the profile. But they may think it's sales, but once again, it's not sales. Right. But that's my first time being in that type of environment, and it's going well. And I got my weekends off again, so I'm not mad. I can't complain. Can't complain about that. So what's 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 going? What's what? What's something good happening to you this week? Do y'all getting teeth? That's what's I've been, up. I've been saying. I want this man to get teeth. I'm tired of him eating food or trying to eat my fingers. <laughs> his gums hard as hell. And I feel nothing. But now he's starting to get them teeth. So I know I know my man, he finna have a full set in his mouth. No Kodak. <laughs> he finna have a full set in his mouth. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, y'all. We're going to wrap it up. This is the first of two Father Days episodes. So I want to give y'all uh, two different perspectives. And um, this is the first one. I'm actually gonna name this one "Stepping Up to the Plate." That's what I'm gonna name it. Home runs only. Home runs only. <laughs> you got any social media you want to plug in? Um, no, I'm good. I mean, if you want to see my kids, uh, Instagram the period silent period sniper, IG only. All right, no stuff. All right, y'all. So you already know what it is, man. Um, the Instagram. I go through this every episode, bro. I forget. I remember Twitter, but I forget the Instagram. I don't know how I be forgetting Instagram. I'm the one that made the Instagram. Like, um, the Average Joe Thoughts Podcast, y'all. That's the Instagram. The email, like I told y'all, y'all can utilize it forever. If y'all ever want to talk to me, hit me up. Y'all going through depression. Y'all just want to talk. Y'all want to discuss a topic on the show. Y'all want to get on the show. Just email me at Thoughts of an Average Show Podcast at gmail.com. Just share it with a friend. If y'all think they're going to like this, share it with a friend. Let them hear it. Y'all can rate me. Y'all can subscribe me on iTunes. I told y'all on a previous episode on my actual Instagram at the original playmaker. 
and on the uh, podcast Instagram, it has all the links to where my podcast is at. So y'all can listen to it, any platform other than that. Happy Father's Day to you, Tyler. Appreciate it, bro. Happy Father's Day to my dad. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We're going to wrap this up. Until next time. Peace. It's a different kind of city when you live in right All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better Change can only start from the thoughts of an average show